Welcome to The Digital Customer, where we share strategies, insights, and tactics to help you grow your organization and improve your digital customer experience. So hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. We are literally in episode one. This is our thoughts and ideas and insights, not only on marketing, design, brand analytics, um, digital marketing, but we're going to be sharing our background and experience. And also we're going to be interviewing some of the best people in the industry. So we thank you for coming along with us on this journey. And today we just wanted to take episode one to introduce Pixaloot, not just to you all, but just to the wider sphere of people that are listening to us today. So you know, I'm here with our technical director, Gary. Um, my name is Leif Wallace, for those of you who do not know who I am. And I think we should just take it away, don't you think? Okay. Yeah. Well, so yeah, let's talk about Pixel and what it is. Um, and I suppose you've been here longer than I have. Yeah. So maybe you want to share, you know, maybe a bit of the history of Pixel yeah. and who we are. Okay. So Pixel, in, in a sense, has been an idea of mine ever since I was at university. You know, I graduated the year of the recession and this idea of like, I think throughout uni working for myself and then starting and doing web design to keep me through uni has always right. pushed me through but throughout the years I kind of stopped you know you have a passion you have an idea and then for some reason you know now you need to pay bills right. <laughs> so right. it's like you get backtracked a bit but this kind of idea of, of, of design work and doing things for customers the type of people I was working with was always at the core of, of what I believe yeah. and what really inspired me um, and then in 20. 17 sorry 2016 and towards the tail end of 2016 you know obviously our business business partner Fabian I came to him with the idea of Pixaloo right. and um, you know our goals have, have matured and grown and the direction has grown as well and you know I had been doing UX design for a number of years now yeah. and um, I really presented to him the idea of this kind of agency consultancy model um, and it's really matured ever since then but as an organisation even though we started towards the tail end of 2016, we have a lot of experience yeah. and we're working with some amazing clients since we've begun as well. Okay. Know? And so how would you describe Pixaloot today? Um, mm. What would you say Pixaloot is right now? Yeah, so Pixaloot is a digital customer experience consultancy. Okay. Um, and what does that mean for the audience? Okay, for the audience. So for digital customer experience, we know that at this moment, at this present moment in time, you know, the way that customers experience digital is rapidly changing. I mean, the touch points that we're interfacing with is rapidly increasing. So many people start their journey on one platform, move to another platform to complete their journey, especially within e-commerce. And we are choosing to kind of take the initiative on to improve the customer experience, especially for the e-commerce industry. Right. We're taking it on our backs to say, you know, not only do we want to personalize that experience, but we want to improve the experience on the actual channels that customers interface with. So whether that's in store for the customer or whether it's actually on the iPad or on the desktop or on the mobile experience, we want to improve the omnichannel experience. And on top of that, we want to help the, the actual customers that we work with, the clients that we work with, to have the analytics to know how what we've suggested or what we've implemented is actually impacting their business. Okay. So we're really about return on investment as well. So what would you say are the areas that we focus on primarily and how mm. we deliver value to our customers? Well, our core areas that we focus on is, is not only in our consultancy, but very strategic consultancy. So UX design is where we start with, with a lot of what we do, strategy, start from there. Then we move into digital delivery, um, digital marketing, and brand analytics. Those are kind of the four core areas of what we do as an organization. All right, okay. And I think that's a, you know, yeah. 
given the market that we've entered, mm. um, we've been seeing the need from a lot of our clients in terms of the different stages there are in their business yeah. and how they approach, you know, both approaching new customers, yeah. understanding their existing customers, yeah. and really trying to retain and, you know, almost uh, build on the relationships with the customers that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting for us to really sort of focus on how we can deliver value at all the different stages mm. of that life cycle. Yep. So if someone was to ask you, you know, what are the, the key problems that we set out to solve? Are yes. there any kind of trends or, or problems that we commonly see that our customers have that, that we try yes, to Yes, yes. So it's, it's, it's an unusual one. So when I say unusual one, because I believe that we can, at its core, improve the lead generation to customers. So not only how customers actually get to your site, I believe we can strategically solve that problem, but also the conversion. So when they land on your site, when they land on your site, whether it's on an iPad or a desktop or a mobile, how do you actually take that person from being a cold customer to a warm customer? customer or how do you take them from being potentially a warm customer where they kind of know a bit about you and to like a really hot customer where they're actually buying from you they're purchasing there's that brand loyalty where they actually you know there's solid retention where they want to pass you on to friends associates colleagues co-workers family members you know our kind of core of what we do is not only just getting people to your site but also you know the conversion there the optimization of your sites as well to improve that you know okay and why do you feel that customer experience or digital customer experience mm. is becoming a topic that is more discussed, being more thought about. Yes. Why are more brands kind of really starting to think about customer experience as something yeah. that they need to be uh, kind of considering? Yeah, well, you know, with with so much happening, especially online, with uh, with more and more with more and more organisations in the e-commerce space mm. actually realizing the potential of e-commerce for example like they i was looking at some trends for china china is going to become if not the most dominant country when it comes to e-commerce they right. say at least about a third of all e-commerce transactions are going to be just from china alone right and it's a multi-billion dollar industry as e-commerce is booming and growing mm-hmm. and i feel like as a lot of customers are realizing that they can interface with your um, with your with your with your brand in so many different touch points, you know, I can actually be on Facebook and make a purchase. For example, yeah. I could be on your website and make a purchase. I could start my journey on your on my um, desktop at work. Add your products to a, a wish list, then go home, browse a bit more on an iPad. But then I might actually make the final purchase on a mobile phone. Yeah. Or even though more people might make the final purchase on a desktop, what we're finding is that as we become more of a mobile nation, as we be, people become more natively mobile. The actual way our mindset is looking at e-commerce and our mindset is looking at ex- experiencing the whole shopping um, via digital is, mm. is completely changing. Right. Um, so, so I think a lot of organizations, the way that they used to traditionally see e-commerce would rapidly have to change and increase with the times. Yeah. And we want to help customers get there quicker instead of having to try and work it out themselves or, or, or go through tons of challenges to get there themselves. We want to take our years of experience and help customers get to that point of omni, a really amazing omni-channel experience very, very quickly. Who would you say are the customers that mm. have the problems that we're describing? Who yes. are the customers that are most receptive to these concepts and ideas um, yeah. and the ones that we've been finding have the most need for the yeah. services we deliver? Well, our services are best suited for e-commerce brands. And right. the reason why is because not only because of the data analytics that we can provide them to really help improve their, co- their customer conversions and the optimization, but because our strategy is 
really well suited for those organizations. We have a strategy that has a four-pronged approach. And the way we look at it is that we don't just see one part of improving your customer's funnel or, you know, the actual improvements of your conversion as one part. We don't just want to just do digital delivery where we build you an app or a website. No, we want to take on board and say, you know what, not only could we do that, but because we've done this UX strategy work over here, that can influence your marketing. And a lot of the personas and the research that we've done in the beginning can influence your marketing team to be a lot more effective, not only when they target on Facebook ads platform or LinkedIn ads or social, however the channels that they're using from a marketing standpoint, we actually give you a holistic approach. Not only that, we can take that research from a UX standpoint in the beginning and then also apply it to your analytics as well. So your analytics team is a lot more well-equipped. Your digital to digital delivery is 10 times more well equipped to deliver something specific for your customers yeah and your marketing is also more equipped to deliver something specific to your customers and then we we piece all four areas together to create a holistic omni-channel approach and that's the way we look at it with digital customer experience yeah gary so what about you gary where do you think are the biggest areas that we can deliver the most value to our customers so Obviously, we cover, you know, we've got the four pillars as we describe them of our business. And I think each of those delivers value. Um, Some seem to be picked up more by customers that are earlier in their growth Mm. development. And we find others are, you know, appealing more to those that are more established and have a kind of better, a better functioning business model. So, you know, within our digital marketing services, you know, lead generation has been one that has been, you know, highly popular uh, with customers at all stages correct. because everyone wants more leads everyone wants to yeah. grow yeah. and that's something that never changes no matter how small you are yeah. or how large you get everybody relies on you know customers coming through the door mm. um, so that's something that has quite universal appeal with our digital delivery uh, that's often something that we've been called upon by people that are still growing and they're really trying to establish themselves in okay. new platforms So we have customers that are already established on web, but they're looking to push into mobile apps or increasingly we're seeing a lot of interest from customers who are trying to develop some form of chat interface, whether it be voice or text, um, you know, using Alexa skills or messenger chatbots. Uh, We're seeing a lot more take up for kind of people that are trying to develop new interfaces and channels to communicate with their customers. And and voice has been quite an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. Especially with chatbots as well in particular. Yes. And how you can use chatbots to, you know, drive e-commerce in your business too. So, you know, we are able now to see that there are a lot of possibilities are opening up. Um, As a delivery partner, you know, there are so many more frameworks and tools, SDKs that are being produced that make it much easier for people to actually start to to develop these new types of interactions. Yeah. And I think that's a trend that we're gonna see continue for us um, in the coming year. Um, it's definitely something where we've, we've seen a lot more increased attention in recent months. And I think that's gonna be continuing in, mm. in the months and years to come for sure. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I'm really excited. You What you say, Gary? You know, the opportunities, where we're going, some of our plans that we're working on, you know. Absolutely. And there's so much that we wanna talk about. I think. Where do you feel like we want to take our business, you know, going forward so, for you? I think, you know, we are, mm. as a young business, we have ambitions of becoming uh, an established consultancy. Mm. We want to be seen as, you know, a, uh, a center of excellence, both in terms of what we deliver for our customers and clients, 
and also just the way that we view the industry, how we look at solutions in creative ways, how we kind of are able to really sort of, even if we can't predict, but to respond yeah. and to leverage some of the, the new trends that we see coming out in our industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is a time of, you know, massive opportunity for us. Yeah. And we have a very talented team here. Yeah. And we're in a great space, which is giving us lots of opportunities to grow and develop. Um, so I would really want to see us getting to a yeah. position where, you know, we've been able to help uh, numerous businesses to really kind of both grow and to make their business more resilient and more sustainable. Yeah. I think ultimately that's that's the intention of Pixel. It's not just to help companies improve their bottom line. Of course we do. Yeah. But we want companies to, to do business better, to serve their customers, to make their customers happier. Mm. That really is the core of what the digital customer experience is about. It's yeah. not just about yeah. how can we make more money, it's how can we make our customers happier. Mm. If you have happy customers, then they're going to come back and invest with you more. And that's yeah. really where we're trying to get to. Excellent. And I suppose, you know, how do you, what's your personal take on that? You know, what, yeah. what do you see as your vision and, and your end goal for Pixaloop? Yeah. I believe in creating an organization that really solves problems that are going to change and impact lives right. and you know, yeah you can say yeah I'm going to just sell more products but imagine creating experiences for customers that actually help them to feel more better about what they're doing they're actually engaging with brands that they want to engage with mm -hmm. and we're seeing like a lot of trends in society change so for example Facebook changing their newsfeed so that a lot more publishers can't actually you know have published content organically in right. news feeds now right. you know that means that there's going to be a big knock-on effect with how pay f how publishers distribute on facebook right. so what i mean is that people will start to integrate with brands they want to integrate with you know maybe those publishers will start having to find groups instead to distribute like, distribute their content instead of this mass appeal or this mass media appeal yeah. you know if we're an organization that helps to lead brands into a space where customers actually want to be interacting with them. They are truly personalizing their experiences to core groups of people who want them rather than people that happen to stumble upon them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or because of their size, they just have to use their service. It's like now, you know, there's so much choice now for customers that I don't have to go to the big boys anymore. Yeah. I can go to little man down the road if his experience is really, really great. So, and yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned, you know, the Facebook change because... Mm. I think what that is going to highlight is that we are currently in a, a strange place where there are many, many publishers who mm. believe that they have an audience. Mm. And what they really have is traffic. Mm. And I think when you see a change like this, it will really sort out those that actually do have an audience. <laughs> because once this change goes through, yeah. there's going to be a lot of publishers that are just going to lose traffic. Mm because they never actually took the time to develop an experience and to build a relationship with an audience. There you go. So their audience has no loyalty to them. There they will go. consume their content because it's being spoon fed to them. There you go. But as soon as that spoon is removed, they're not gonna be following after them to be like, oh, well, I know where this brand is at and I'm gonna yeah. spend my time to go there. So I think in a way it's gonna be a good thing in that it's gonna force publishers to actually think yeah. about how are they actually building their customer relationships? Yeah. How are they developing their audience and some people are going to have to learn the hard way the difference between the two. Yeah. Some people are going to realise that all the traffic that they had coming through wasn't an audience <laughs> at all. It was just convenience for the yeah. fact that they were on Facebook. So um, I think this change from Facebook certainly is going to be a good thing yeah. in the long run for, for publishers in general and, and brands at large. Correct. And especially within the e-commerce space, you know, especially if 
you had a publishing arm of your e-commerce business that was pushing out a lot of content and getting a lot of traction right and but you weren't actually building real customer engagement then you will 100% see drops in your return on investment yeah. you know people won't be buying your products as much because there won't be as much eyes eyeballs in front of your content so yeah. you know it's not just going to affect publishers it's also going to affect just content publishers in general yeah. you know whoever's pushing out good content or content that was hitting mass audiences are going to feel the effect if they were just focusing on Facebook as a distribution platform. Yeah. And I think our role is then educating those other brands that are still really, really good. Brands that people love to engage with, brands that have a, a core group of individuals, but maybe only had a Facebook distribution understanding or maybe only optimized their desktop experience really well, but didn't really think about iPad and, and um mobile as well as in store really really good our role is to really come in into the middle and say hey guys look at how your ipad experience can improve or look at how your desktop or your mobile experience can improve and help them to see things not only in a different way but help them to execute on that and deliver right the way through right. and then give them the analytics to see how that's actually influencing bottom line yeah you know and i feel like that's where we're strongest and that's how we can really help brands going forward so as as we start off 2018 yeah if you could name one industry trend that you think is going to have a major influence on ourselves or our customers yeah what would you say that one kind of trend or change is that you see coming um you know you guys have heard me say it today but the biggest trend i see is personalized experiences right to almost to a scary level i shouldn't say to a scary level but Almost to the point where you feel like, imagine going to a Alexa skill, for example. And mm. uh, let's say you've got an Alexa in your home, Amazon Alexa in your home, and you're like, oh man, I need to order new toothpaste. Right. And Alexa says, oh, I know you like McLean's, for example. Yeah. But then you want to order toothpaste, and then Alexa says, oh, I know you like Thieves. So Thieves is one of these kind of niche toothpaste brands. I use Thieves. Right. So I don't use commercial toothpaste brands because I don't like brands with toothpaste that have fluoride in it. Okay. But So if you're a brand that has fluoride in it, I'm not touching you, which is basically most toothpaste brands mm. that are in your average supermarket chain. Okay. So the personalized experience for somebody like me would be saying, hey, Leif, you need some new to- toothpaste. Don't worry. We've ordered you two packs of thieves. <laughs> right. Okay. So I feel like that's kind of the stage where personalization is getting to. Okay as we begin to give so much data to a lot of these online platforms and as a lot of these data collectors or people that are shopping on on these platforms begin to share data and then amongst each other legally hopefully anyway (laughs) yeah legally start to share data amongst each other you're going to see such an amalgamation of data that the personalization based upon real data that's yeah. the point i should have really emphasized so it's not just personalization to the point where oh i know you buy this product over that product it's personalization because you're seeing across multiple networks multiple platforms mm. across the data that we're aggregating from different providers this is how this person shops yeah this is how this person experiences this kind of content and then even your internet of things or your iot services and um, tools begin to communicate with you based upon that data as right. well yeah. And I feel like that is where, you know, in 2018, we're going to see start seeing big shifts in that in that way. That's excellent. What about you? Um, so for me, I guess I am seeing a definite shift into, you know, sort of multi-channel mm. uh, communications and relationship building. Okay. Um, so, you know, we've had mobile, we've had web, 
and as people are now starting to think not just in terms of individual platforms but mm. almost in terms of their relationship you know ecosystem and all of the different touch points that they have to build and deliver mm. to really interact with their customers where their customers are so both okay. you know if you think about the strategy you have to develop across web across social across your mobile and now across you know looking into with the rise of smart speakers and smart home devices yeah. we're really seeing that you know people are starting to interact with brands in ways that we didn't really have two and three mm. years ago yeah. um, and so the successful brands are really navigating through all of these channels not just thinking about them in isolation but really as a, like an overall cohesive strategy of communication and relationship building yeah. so I think that's probably the biggest trend that we're going to see continue um, coming through this year Wow, wow. So 2018 does look like an exciting year. Absolutely. You know, a lot of Absolutely. things in tech is changing. We're seeing a lot more new technology. We've seen a lot more new technologies hit the shelf and for people to get involved in. Yeah. And for a lot of our, you know, brands and organizations going forward, there's just so much to pay attention to. And I feel like it's our role to really help brands to navigate navigate the ecosystem with all of this choice. Absolutely. It's like, you know, you know, you go to a restaurant and it's like, oh my gosh. It's the smallest wall, what do I choose? Yeah. I think the Chinese restaurant is the best analogy. You know, you go to a Chinese restaurant, there's like a hundred things. All right. But you always go to, back to sweet and sour. All right. Like we want to help brands to see, yeah, sweet and sour is good, but yo, there's egg fried rice over here. There's, you know, chicken chow mein. There's so much different options, but let's show you how you make it a nice, big, you know, I shouldn't say big dinner, but you know what I mean? How we can make it a whole nice meal, you know? I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we can leave it there. Yeah. You know, I think that's it. I think it's great to have you guys join us for this first episode. And trust me, if there's anything that you'd love to hear from us going forward, please let us know. Share this on your social media platforms and click that subscribe button now. Click that subscribe button. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Until the next time. Yeah, take care. Take care.